Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erio's original... And welcome to Webcrawler's Mini Friday episode. I'm Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. I'm Maria. I'm Maria. I'm Maria. <laughs> yeah. Maria. Uh, we have a lot of fun stuff for you today. Uh, Melissa, what should we start with? Well, as I was coming into the studio today, I got an email. Oh my God, what was it? It's an update on the Don't Spit Blood Letter. Holy shit. I oh will God. open it and raise from Sarah. She says, thanks for putting me on the podcast. My birth mom and half-sister and I were geeking out. Oh, cute. Here's more info and an update on the Don't Spit Blood Letter. Oh, my God. Okay, you asked in the podcast what kind of relationship did they have together. And, well, let's just say it was different. Mm. They were in an ethical, non-monogamy relationship before they separated and are currently waiting on an official divorce. Ooh, okay. Uh, second, you asked for the return address, and I have it. I've attached <gasps> two pictures oh, my of God. the letter and envelope. Uh, last thing we discussed was the trail of the letter getting to him was strange. It went to North Florida before it made it to Central Florida, and I don't know. The whole thing is bizarre. Since the first letter, he hasn't received any more. Always a fan, Sarah. Okay, so here's the envelope that has Ellie Swath and anagram on it. Oh my god, okay. And we're not going to say the address out loud, but we need a Google Street View that. Yes. So we just put in the return address and it is not coming up. There's no street. And it's from Hastings, Florida. Population 580. I mean, if it was literally someone from Hastings, Florida, the 
2010 census says the population is 580 people. So, but that that's not the two address. That's the return. That's address. the return address. I feel like it's a meaning for something. Yeah. There's no zip code by that zip code. Yeah, the one in Hastings is 32415. It's the numbers are jumbled up. That's weird. That is weird. And then here's a picture of the don't spit blood. Don't spit is written and blood is typed. It's so weird. That is, that is legitimately scary. So what does she say? Said uh, She told us about their relationship and she said the trail of getting the letter was weird. It went to North Florida before it made it to Central Florida. Yeah, so they were in an ethical, non-monogamy relationship. So like an open relationship before they separated. So it doesn't seem like they were on bad terms, maybe? I don't know. This is so weird. We're going to have to like spend some time off the podcast trying to figure this out. We got to, well, we got to, yeah, we got to figure this out. I'm freaked out by this. I hope. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's really strange. And then we got another email. Okay, what was it? The subject is creepy kid stuff. Ooh, uh-oh, I don't like the sound of that. This is from Joran. Okay. He sent us a few emails. He sends us good emails. It says, hi, Maria, and hi, you other two. <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn, Joran. Yeah, I know, cool. Sick burn. <laughs> Here's a little more creepy kid stuff for you to enjoy. I love creepy kid stuff. <laughs> I know. When my daughter was an infant and toddler, we had a baby monitor in her room to make sure that she was all right while she slept at night. Several times we saw white orbs floating slowly through her room. Oh, my God. I would rush to her room and check inside. Sure enough, the lights were still turned off, and there were no street or traffic lights coming in through her windows. Sometimes the light would seem to hover near her, and other times it would just move slowly through the field of vision on the monitor. Oh, my God. I believe this is a fairly common occurrence for people with baby monitors, but I haven't researched it at all. And the other thing that was particularly strange is when she, at about two and a half years old, told us about the peekaboo lady in her room. No, thank you. She wasn't scared when she described her, just said that she was a woman with red hair and glasses that she saw in her room at night. Uh, The house was over 100 years old, so I guess it's possible there were ghosts. Nothing crazy ever happened, but she still mentions the peekaboo lady from time to time five years later. I hate that. I love you guys in the show. Joran. Do you think she made up the name the Peekaboo Lady? Because that's terrifying. What if it was someone talking to her through the baby monitor? Which happens. Which happens. The nest. They were like, Peekaboo. That's so fucking scary, oh, dude. Don't get baby monitors. No, that's so scary. Now we have some LuLaRoe story in from BuzzFeed. Yeah, there was this big LuLaRoe story that came out uh, on BuzzFeedNews.com. And we talked, did we talk about LuLaRoe? That's the leggings, right? It's the leggings, the MLM leggings. Yeah, we did. We did cover that. This whole article came out. It's really good. It is about lawsuit. It's called Lawsuits, Mountains of Unsold Leggings and Families Drowning in Debt. The tumultuous story behind a multi-level marketing brand that promised millennial women a pathway to financial freedom. Jesus. Written by Stephanie McNeil. Yeah. And in the article, she talks to a woman named Katie Willis, who's 36. She's a mother of two, who initially paid $10,000 to join LuLaRoe. In 2016, oh my God. she was hoping to pay off $128,000 in student debt. She was making a lot of money. She had $80,000 in inventory, and she was selling about twelve dollars to $18,000 in sales a month. Huh. And after eight months, she was able to quit her job and do LuLaRoe full-time. Cool. 
But when she quit LuLaRoe a couple of years later, she had about $50,000 in credit card debt from LuLaRoe. Oh, my God. And she had to cash out her 401k to pay it off. Holy shit. And she never made a profit after her first year. Oh, fuck. And traveling to all the events and other expenses ate away at any of the profit she had made. Jesus. Yeah, it's really sad. And when she wanted to quit, she said she had over 3,000 pieces of LuLaRoe clothing in her house. And she ended up selling her last 500 pieces for a dollar each just to get rid of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know this, that LuLaRoe started... In 2013, by twin Mormon grandmothers. That's already... I'm already out. Yeah. That's that's too many red flags yeah, already. No, twins. Twins, Mormons, Mormon grandmothers. grandmothers. No, I'm out. Yeah. And the company is now worth $2 billion. That's crazy. I wonder what those twin Mormon grandmothers are doing with that cash flow. Why? Yeah. What are they doing? But now there's a bunch of lawsuits. I, mean, I think that Mormons actually own a lot of casinos. Oh, remember we did that? We were on the Scamwell podcast talking about the Mormon church. Oh, yeah. It was all the, it was the energy sc- scam. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the Mormons <laughs> own that, wasn't that one company, the the babies? Yes, they own the baby thing. What was that? The, the real babies. The real babies. Yeah, they make the babies out of like the synthetic, they look yeah. and feel like real babies. Yeah, the real babies. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to Google. It's means. so weird. So now LuLaRoe, is facing a $49 million lawsuit. Reborns. Reborns. Yeah. And they have a class action lawsuit from angry customers saying that they were sold defective clothing that they couldn't return. And then another $4 million lawsuit was filed on behalf of consultants who are alleging that LuLaRoe is running a pyramid scheme. No shit, Sherlock. Which it most likely is. And... Last fall, they laid off all 167 workers in their Corona, California warehouse. Corona. Corona. I, my mom actually just texted me about the coronavirus. What'd she say? She said, I heard something comforting today. Read the coronavirus. One of the CDC doctors said that a lot of people may get it, but most people won't even need a doctor. It will be a fever and runny nose and sore throat and muscle aches, just like the normal flu. And if you stay home and take care of yourself, it will eventually get better, just like the normal flu. If your chest starts to hurt and you have trouble breathing or are noticing dizziness, then you have a bad case and you need to see the doctor. So it sounds like most people will just stay home and get over it on their own if it's a regular mild case. Hand washing is still the preventative measure they are talking about and staying home if you're sick. But I don't want to feel sick. Hot take. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, so my mom, my mom laid it out for us. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have recovered from it. Yeah, there's only a lot of people haven't. Well, mostly old people. Yeah. How many have died? Like, what's it? We don't know. It's close to three thousand, but they're all old. I'm just going to tell you right now, if this virus was like something where people were vomiting, I would be. Oh no! I you wouldn't be able to get to me. Yeah, I I hate throwing up. I would. You would not be able to get. To I would me. rather I think maybe die than just be vomiting consistently. Yes, that's a that's a nightmare. I hate. Throwing I don't want to wish that upon myself. I can't watch throwing up. I, I can't, can't hear either. the noise of someone like throwing. I don't. Up. Do you want to know why I hate it so much? Yeah. Why? I've been barfed on. <gasps> Allie, no. So we, it was a family trip. I was probably like six, and Jason was eleven. Uh, Jason was sitting in the front seat, and I was sitting in the back. 
and Jason didn't feel good. Oh, and no. so his window was down because he thought no. I was going to throw up. He didn't know that my window was down <gasps> too. And I was sitting directly in back of him. And we were driving home from Las Vegas for some reason or something. I think my dad had business there. So Jason threw up outside his window. It went out that we were on the freeway. It went out his window and went out and then went into my window and no. onto me. And what did you no. do? I haven't been the same since. I've been a different. It changed me. Wow. Well, did you scream? Yeah, I just I I honestly don't even remember it that well. Like I think oh. I trauma. And you were like in the middle out. of the desert. So how are you yeah, going to wash you yourself off? Yeah, there's, there's nothing no I could do. There. Yeah, it was just. No, oh. I the feeling not like ha- being nauseous and not knowing when you're going to throw up that whole like it's being it's a hunt. It's your body turning into a haunted house. Yeah, yeah. I would rather have diarrhea than throw up of any course. day, any yeah. day of the week. Emetophobia. What's is that? It's the fear of vomiting. Yeah, I have that. that oh. I, that's why I'm <laughs> that's a lot of my problems stem from that. Yeah. yeah, I had that. And then I went to um, a what do you got, immersion therapist? Oh, for real? For real. This really? Is the, this is like. Um, like hardcore Maria. Maria has some hardcore issues with throwing up. <laughs> wow. Um, and I went to a um in what's it called? How do you do immersion therapy for throw she up? Wanted, well, I went once, and what she wanted to do was well, she made me watch that scene from um um Stand by Me, where everyone no, yes, she did, and what she wanted to do no, yeah, she made me sit down and watch it. And then what she wanted to do is the next time I came in is do the same thing, but stick a tongue depressor down my throat. No, no, no. This lady's, no. Are you, take her credentials away. This is immersion therapy. (laughs) No, no, That's immersion therapy. Well, we didn't go back, but it's just like. Stick a tongue depressor to make yourself throw up? To feel that gagging sensation. Why, though? You're triggered right now. What does that do? (laughs) It makes you, it makes you become, uh, what, like. You realize you're not going to die from, like. It doesn't. I don't think I'm gonna die. That's not the thing. What I know is that I hate the feeling of it. Yeah, you become oh. like more desensitized the more yeah, you like no. work yourself through it. Ah, uh, I no, thanks. That's not a real thing. <laughs> yes, it is. It really yeah, is. Oh therapy. no! It's like haven't you seen that on My Strange Addiction where it's like the people are afraid of eating carrots, so then they make them eat a carrot. Yes. Like they have like one bite and they like freak out and they're like, "See, you're okay." Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it works or not, but it was just like not for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's such also like an abstract thing to do it for, like barfing. That's so gross. And I was like ten. Oh no, no, no! I'm so sorry. Oh no. no it's all right i'm okay yeah right but no i (laughs) (laughs) anyway back to these twin grandmothers yeah if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So they, these twin sisters, they're actually great granddaughters of... Joseph Smith's brother. Joseph Smith is the founder of the Mormon church. That's crazy. Yeah. So the sisters' parents, they founded the American Family and Femininity Institute in 1945, which is dedicated to teaching women that their place was in the home. Oh, shit. They published a book called The Secret Power of Femininity, which instructs women to practice saying, I am just a helpless woman at the mercy of you big, strong men. That's kind of hot. Yeah, it is kind of hot. I'd say that during sex. That would be hot. I know that that's wrong, but like I would say that. I think that's kind of hot. Sure. So then they turned this into $300. You should say that one more time. Just and then. I am just a helpless woman at the mercy of you big, strong men. Yeah. For anyone who liked that, Venmo Melissa, $1. $1, please. So the couple turned this into $300 femininity forums where they would teach women how to find a husband. Oh, God. Uh, So Katie Katie Willis, the woman they talked to, she had a team of 15 people under her. And she worked 60 hours a week shipping products and taking pictures. And when she joined this, the initial startup cost was about $5,000 for the lowest tier which included about 280 pieces of leggings. That's crazy. Yeah. So she ended up investing around $10,000, and the consultants would purchase the clothes at wholesale prices, which are usually half of retail. But this is the crazy part, is that they never knew which prints they would get until they opened the box. Sound effect. What was that? <laughs> She's startled. Hong Kong. So no two consultants got the same box of leggings. That's crazy. So the shoppers... They would join these LuLaRoe groups on Facebook to try and find pieces they want because some Nothing styles good happens on Facebook. Yeah, some styles or colors are popular or rare. So it was like this whole, I got to have this print. So you search the pages for these prints. It's just like you're sucked into the trap. Like Princess Die Beanie Babies, but of Oh my Lula God, Ro. the Princess Die and a Beanie Baby. Do you know what I tried Baby? to sell mine recently? And it You have a- one? Yes, I had a Princess Die oh. Beanie Baby and I also had a rare green... 
other beanie baby that's like for St. Patrick's Day that's also really wow. rare. And I tried to sell them both on eBay. And you didn't and sell no them? one bought I it. I had so many beanie babies. Yeah, I, I really I, Oh yeah. I tried to wow. sell it for eight hundred dollars <gasps> and no one bought it because I was like, what's the going price? And then I put like pushed it down to four hundred dollars and like no one <laughs> wanted it. And then I was like if no one wants this Beanie Baby, I'm just like, who cares? Beanie Babies are the Bitcoin of the 90s. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. And then so then I still had the Beanie Babies. And then one day they disappeared from my house. Oh, and my I was God. like, what happened? And then my mom thinks that my oldest brother must have taken the Beanie Baby and like given it to someone or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would call the police. I'm, yes, I'm I going would to too. Citizens <laughs> arrest. Grand theft. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's how LuLaRoe makes money because you sell like 40% of the prints and then you keep buying more inventory to try then, to get the good stuff. But then you're stuck with all the ugly stuff. And then you buy another box, you sell 10 out of the 30 of those pieces and you're left with 20 and then you order more. It's like this terrible cycle. This is a disgrace. I know. But in some of the leggings would arrive with holes in them. Oh, my God. And they had a moldy or mildew smell. So sometimes people would open boxes and they realized some of the items were just totally ruined. There's probably some like whack ass basement somewhere just filled with leggings. Yeah. In 2017, a group of customers filed a lawsuit against LuLaRoe saying the leggings were ripping like wet toilet paper. That's a a really good um, visual. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever thought of that. That's sick. Um, And then the owner, uh, Deanne or Diane, her husband was going back and forth between like their supplier or whatever. And he told them because he owed them like millions of dollars. And he said, look, guys, I'm not going to pay you guys a fucking dime unless the judge orders me to pay it. And Deanne and I will take our two or three hundred million dollars to the Bahamas and fuck everything. That's a cool. Yeah, it's a cool email. Yeah. And then November, it was dropping its buy in for new retailers to four hundred ninety nine dollars, which is a far cry from the five thousand dollars. They were required to pay. So they're not, I mean, they're still worth $2 billion, but I think people are like. Yeah, I mean, they're catching on to the fact yeah. that this is a scam. Yeah. Wow. This is. Oh, wild. we have voicemails. They are so good, the voicemails. Remember, it's 626 604 6262. Here's the first one Hi, web crawlers. Um, my name is Sarah. And I'm obsessed with your podcast and uh, obsessed with you three, frankly. I loved the episode you did on Satanism. And then I really loved the the weird connection you found between Jack Parsons and Jeffrey Epstein. That was pretty crazy. Oh, and I had a shirt printed. And it says, Satan is a vibe, which is my favorite quote from Allie. So thank you so much. That oh wasn't God, an Allie quote. Who was it? It was me. No, I, we have. That was a Maria quote? That was a Maria quote? Satan is not an entity, it's a vibe. I think it was an Allie quote. I think it was a Maria quote. We're going to have to go back in the files because I think I said that. Okay, well then oh, if I you said know. it, I'm willing okay, to. Okay, wait. I know. Here, go ahead. I think I said Satan is a vibe. And then you said Satan is an entity. Or I said, that's a good shirt. Like, Satan is it's not an entity. I think what happened, vibe. I was like, you were the Steve Wozniak, and then I was the Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs and you had, like, the bare bones, and or it, other way around. And yes. then and then I was like, okay, let's look at this, and let's, let's see what's see how up. we can, yes. <laughs> I think I would like to be the Wozniak, because you know who he dated? Who? Kathy Griffin. <laughs> yeah. uh, My Life on the D-List was like the best <laughs> show. Yeah. I really? love that show. Yeah. Oh, With that's Kathy cool. Kathy Griffin's mom. Yeah. Love wine. 
That's cool. <laughs> oh, I love that show. And we got another voicemail. I apologize. Hello, Annie, <laughs> Melissa, and Maria. It is me, the fuck one. Oh, it's a fuck one. Or as my friends call her, Chad Nair. <laughs> what? I was wondering if I could have some of your dip and dabs. They sound tasty. <laughs> Please let me have dip and dabs. <laughs> The That's Puck something Wudgie. we didn't know is that a Puckwudgie's favorite food is a Dippin' Dot. Of that course so it illuminating. is. is that, was that Craig? No. No. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this shit. It's the same. I think it's the same Puckwudgie that called before. You think? Oh, that must be. Yeah, he's our Puckwudgie caller. Wow. How does a Puckwudgie, where does Puckwudgie get a cell phone from? Oh, it must. It probably it probably scavenges during the mm, during the yeah. day, or maybe steals things from people's pockets. Because I think the puckwudgie can turn invisible when it wants. Oh. It probably goes to like a local coffee shop, just like asks to use internet the phone. cafe. Yeah, yeah, an internet cafe calls us on like Skype, or maybe it from Seven Eleven. You know how you can get like the burner phones or something like oh, that. It's yeah. calling us just, from a burner phone. Maybe it's calling us <laughs> from a burner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it can't be wow. traced. Wow, well, dots. Our different dots. Different dots. Wow, that was adorable. Uh-huh. Um, it bored Melissa, but <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Um, so that is our Friday episode. Uh, Melissa, if people want to reach us, where can they reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at webcrawlerspod. Or you can call us at 626 Bye. 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 An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. 